Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Lur Jiwan, Singapore filmmaker and the director and writer of the HBO series Invisible Stories, with us in the studio. Lur, let's talk a little bit about the Singapore TV film scene. How long have you been involved? How, how many projects have you done here over the years? Oh, Oh, that, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, so, a well, yeah, quite quite a number, quite a number. Yeah. I mean, I started in this industry as a production assistant, which is a PA. Means you buy food and mm. you, you do. It's, it's pretty much the the most basic starting point for anybody who wants to step into the industry. Mm. Uh, and and this was way back. I think I've been been in the industry for about fourteen years, maybe wow. fourteen, yeah, thereabouts. Yeah. So I started from there and move on to other departments, and finally being an assistant director before I finally decided to yeah. direct. Well, no Great, false yeah. modesty yeah. to move from yeah. production assistant to wow. HBO well, it took some time. <laughs> in 14 years. <laughs> pretty it's, good. It's an impressive achievement. And, and Neil Humphreys, you've been watching this scene here for yeah. many, oh, two de- over two decades now, mm. you know, watching it develop. You've even been part of it, though oh. we don't need necessarily to go <laughs> no, into No, I've been on both sides of the camera. <laughs> I've done writing and I've also performed badly in one or two things. Yeah. But I, I think it's so important. I'll kick off with, with the legendary quote at the Golden Globes this week from Paris site's wonderful director mm. Bong Joon-ho who said once you overcome the one inch tall barrier of subtitles <laughs> you will be introduced to so many amazing films uh, the, mm. to me that was the quote of the Golden Globes it was very cutting it was very incisive get over yourselves get past <laughs> the subtitles and see that there's a world of great TV and cinema coming out of Asia particularly right now. Do you think that's the case? Yes, I think definitely that's the case. I mean, like, right now there's this uh, resurgence of, uh, it's the golden age of TV. Mm. It's because of the online TV, like... uh, The streaming platforms. Yeah, the streaming platforms like HBO. And that allows us to actually speak to a broader audience, international audience. Like, for example, uh, a series like Invisible Stories can reach out to global audience because of Mm. an international platform. Mm. So it's a great chance for us to showcase Singapore culture to, to the world. You know? And I'm assuming that yep. uh, HBO will make Invisible Stories available across their st- uh, online platforms around the world. Is, th- is that the plan? I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it must be. So. You can certainly help, right? It must be. <laughs> Say it yes now, and then yes. they have to do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're speaking with Lur Jiwon, uh, the Singapore filmmaker. And Lur, you know, there was a golden age of, of movies and, and, and well, mostly movies in the 50s and 60s in Singapore. Yeah. Like so many productions were being made, of course, in Malaysia as well as, yeah, the, as Singapore. The Shaw Brothers making all those the great Shaws, movies. Yeah. The you know, all those guys and, and the studios here. Yeah. And, and it was a very dynamic scene. And then it obviously it went away for a lot of different reasons yeah. that we don't necessarily need to get into, but yeah. political and otherwise. Yeah. Um, but now it seems, you know, in the 15 years or so that I've been here that, that there is a resurgence. Yes. What is the key to bringing Singapore back into not only the local scene, but also maybe more of a re- as a more regional player? I mean, of course, we saw, you know, crazy rich Asians and all that, you know, sort of uh, hoopla in Hollywood recently. But how does the industry need to bring itself back to a higher level to more prominence? I think the, the, the key to this, our art scene, right, is actually we need to establish ourselves more as a cultural entity. Like, uh, you know how Singapore, we are so efficient and things like that. Mm. We, are, like, we, 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 we always go by KPIs and, and things like that. <laughs> so for a long period of time, 
focusing on our arts and culture wasn't the KPI. Mm. Yeah. And mm. as a result, and now we are at this age whereby it's actually cool, you know, like it's coming back up, but we are expected to be artistic overnight. Yeah. And, and so there's yeah. this, but we haven't been investing in our cultural identity for Correct. the last 10 years. So, so right now there's this feel that in order to move forward, for us to have a bustling art and film scene, we need to really lay the seed and establish ourselves as a cultural entity such that foreigners, I mean, Western audience and audiences outside of Singapore will, will know what it is to be, what it is, what is a Singaporean film, what is a Singapore song, yeah, to know our art. So what are some steps that, you know, some two or three practical steps that could be taken uh-huh. or that are being taken to yeah. make that happen, to become that cultural entity? Like lift all language restrictions on non-local and <laughs> TV. That'll be number one. Yeah. Be number yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we always try to homogenize things in Singapore. Like it has to be these four languages and, mm. you know, you need to learn your English and then your mother tongue and stuff like that. And on that, that yeah. point as a director, and I've seen this myself, I mean, you're a writer-director. Yeah. I've watched a number of local productions, and I'm not going to name names, but uh, you know, and I sometimes think that's some really bad acting. Uh, but then, but then, uh-huh. I'll see the same performers, and I've said this to Adrian Pung before, the actor, yeah, right. and then I see the same performers on stage, and they're fantastic. Mm, mm, so mm. I used to think it was a combination of bad direction, bad uh, production values, whatever, whatever. Mm. And then I did one or two of the shows, almost just to see what it was like. Mm. And I feel it's often that language element. They're making them, they're straight jacketing them to yeah, speak yeah. in a way that is not their natural tongue. Mm. So they come out stiff and awkward and robotic because they don't speak like that yes. in real life. So th- you cannot underestimate the value of language for Singaporean productions, can you? Yeah, we can't because especially like language is culture. Like mm-hmm. for example, for in the case of dialects like Hokkien, I, I've done the uh, uh, a few of my short films in Hokkien because I feel strongly for for the language of my grandmother's mm-hmm. generation. Sure. Because my Hokkien is not that good, my children are not gonna know that, <laughs> that Hokkien at all. Yeah. So it's gonna die after my generation. So yeah. one entire. The culture is going to disappear, mm. so that is a serious issue for for us as a as a country. Well, yeah. it's your it's your it's your cultural identity. Yes, exactly. I'm very passionate about this because mm. my grandparents' dialect is is obviously mm. Cockney Cockney English, mm. London mm. English. Mm. That is also dying in the UK. Right. And what you get are these terrible imitations from people like Guy Ritchie <laughs> in his gangster movies, which is not real authentic Cockney. It's right. it's like Hugh Grant speaking Cockney or. <laughs> Colin Farrell oh, yeah. speaking <laughs> Cockney, which is fine. Actors are actors. They yeah, perform. Yeah, yeah. But there's nothing like authenticity on screen, is there? To convince an audience that what they're watching is real. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we're speaking with the Singaporean filmmaker Ler Ji Yuan, who is the director of the HBO series Invisible Stories. And this uh, partnership that you had with, with HBO, um, there have not been that many um, Singapore productions that have gotten onto the HBO platform. Mm. Uh, a few coming a few. on. Yeah. Um, what is the key to making a product that is, or making art that is, you know, you know relevant to a, a, a wider HBO audience, maybe not just in Singapore, but across the region, and hopefully globally? I think, well, the principles of storytelling for me is pretty much the same. Uh, we just my job as a storyteller is just to keep on telling stories that I feel for, that uh, that that can move the audience. I think as long as we keep on doing that, no matter what the platform, 
whether it's HBO or it's just web, uh, just a small little YouTube thing or whatever, it, it still works the same way. I yeah. think. Yeah. Let's talk about the the business element of this, right? right? And you know, there if you look at if you look at Western productions, there's always you know a lot of big money behind yeah. them. People come in because obviously the potential payoff is good if you look at a Hollywood movie or, or something right. coming out coming out of Pinewood Studios in the UK. How do how do we move ahead to get that kind of backing that sponsorship, that money generated from maybe Singaporean or regional businesses. There are a lot of businesses with a lot of money here. Mm. How do we get them to get involved in the in the TV and the film scene here so that we can really raise the bar in terms of the production and, and the actors you can have and that sort of thing? Right. I think our our MDA has been doing quite a good job attracting like uh, the likes of um, HBO mm. to set up a shop in Singapore. And uh, like, for example, a project like Invisible Stories is only possible because of a partnership between HBO and IMDA, mm-hmm. that uh, a scheme to push local producers in Singapore. So through this process, we get to learn the how to do an international production as well. So it's in training our people to be ready when the opportunity comes along. So I guess it's, it's, it's just um, it's systematic. I mean, right now, right now we, we, are, we are just trying to, we are still very young. We are mm. just trying to get our people ready and the industry mature so that we can, we can take on these bigger projects. How mm. important is patience in the arts industry? Because you mentioned a good point earlier. This KPI culture di- dictates, mm. yeah. I want to return on my investment now, oh, yeah. I buy stock and stocks and shares, <laughs> I want this much money by this much time. Right. If I invest in property, I want this return by this much time. Yeah. Similarly, with TVs and movies, because I've had some experience of this, if I invest in this TV series or your mm. script, how much money will I make back? Okay. It's not that kind of mindset that we need, is it? Because that's just not how the arts work. So do we need a more patient approach to TV development, film mm. development? Mm. I think my opinion for Singapore TV is that, yes, we do need a, a bit more patience. We need to invest in more diverse um, projects for Singapore TV and dangerous projects as well. So, I mean, some of them should fail, and, <laughs> but we would will, we will have tried something. And all this should, it will, it will all accumulate to become success in, in the future. What would you say? I'm just going to play devil's advocate sure. now. What would you say is, well, America's the same. They keep making superhero movies because right. superhero movies make money. Yeah. We keep making, you know, Jack New comedies or, <laughs> okay. or national service movies because they're the few Chinese movies that make money. Right. We yeah. make movies in Mandarin because they're the only ones that make money. English speaking yeah. movies don't make money. I've heard this a million times. You've yeah, heard this yeah, a million yeah, times. Yeah. So what would you say in response to that? Well, I'm not an expert, but yeah, there is probably a certain truth because uh, like for our films, we need to target the Taiwan, China. Mm. China, yeah, and Hong Kong markets. And that's the only way our films can sort of get that domestic market. But I think with the with the coming of the streaming service, this it kind of disrupts the whole financial yeah. model because suddenly you you are accessing everyone everywhere. Yeah. So 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 mm. this this kind kind of changes things for for the whole industry and we are all just kind of adapting to it. Yeah, like like a story like Invisible Stories can exist only because of this. Mm. Otherwise, I, I'm wondering who will watch it. You know, I mean, it's such a, they are small small stories. Yeah, very uh, rooted in Singapore culture. But I'm wondering whether it can find a global audience. And it'll be hope. interesting to see one. I think it will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it will. What's next for you? We have to go. But what's next for you? 
well, I'm learning driving right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much just the, just the only thing I'm doing. He's literally got a driving on. lesson straight after this. So keep your eyes on the road and your ears right here on Muddy FM. And no texting and driving. Thank you. Uh, we've been speaking with Ler Ji Yuan, the Singaporean filmmaker, the director of the HBO series Invisible Stories. Thanks so much for being with us on Money Thank FM you. Thanks today. for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.